Hello everyone, welcome back to Keyboard Smash, the potty where I talk about literally whatever I want because it is my podcast and not yours. Today we're going to be going into pop culture, also a little bit of like the fashion world, which is very exciting because I love fashion-ish. Like I love like the drama that surrounds it and I love the history. Um, We're going to be talking about a certain event that's been causing a lot of stir on the internet. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Met Gala 2021. <laughs> we will be discussing not only like the theme for this year. Um, I've I don't know. This is the first time they've broken up the theme into two different years. There's going to be this year's theme is going to connect it to next year's theme. Anyways, we're going to be talking about the theme. We're also going to be talking about the supposed leaked uh, guest list as well as the seating if you haven't seen the pictures that have been like floating around the internet there's so much to cover but before we even get into that before we get into that we're gonna have a little amuse-bouche in a segment that I like to call how y'all doing I am intelligent I am so smart for coming up with that I didn't know what to call it last week but I now know what to call it Uh, if you don't know or if you haven't been here before this is a segment where I talk about what's been happening in my life in the past week because I record an episode every single week and a lot of stuff can happen in the week and also talk about like things that may not warrant an episode but I still think are like pretty interesting uh so yeah if you like the vibe so far don't forget to subscribe to the potty wherever you listen to potties and to rate and review this potty on apple podcasts because i'm now on there (laughs) i am an it genius so to start off life update um if you tuned in last week which apparently only one person did even though I believe it to be probably one of the best episodes I've ever done, personally. No, that's a lie. I think my best episode was my um, Marvel one. Uh, the one where I talked about <laughs> the different Marvel shows. I think that's probably my best episode. Um, I fully lost my train of thought. Give me a second. Anyways, remember, if you listened in last week, you would know that I had like a bunch of like unit tests. <laughs> discuss my grades i'm just gonna say there certainly aren't grades that i would like to have on my report card so that's that and that happened and you know what when i had so like when so i had like a math test and the grades were announced in the middle of class so our teacher was like go check your grades i'm an ib student so i use manage back and like she was like go check your grades on manage back um see what's happening nowhere to improve and i looked at my grade and i literally cannot even like say it i cannot verbally say my grade i'm just gonna say it wasn't a great grade considering how i've been academically because as some of you may already know from the way i talk about academia and school i i'm a gifted child uh we're gonna go into that a little bit as well this episode later (laughs) we're gonna unpack some of that trauma later um but yeah i saw my grade and i did something that i think a lot of us have done but like none of us want to admit to which is i saw my grade and then i turned off my video i cried for three minutes i timed myself i'm pretty sure i timed myself like three minutes sobbed 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 took a tissue wiped my eyes made sure my eyes weren't too red 
and then I turned my video back on and I pretended like nothing happened. Look, say what you want about online school, loving the fact that I can cry at any given moment and no one will know. <laughs> like, if <laughs> this is so weird, but last year, 1518, despair dropped. I saw the video of uh, Cass's confession. I bawled my eyes out. And I had to turn my cat like I turned my video off because like when I saw it happening like online, I was like, I have to watch it now. I think it's the middle of like Bahasa Indonesia. And I wasn't like I already finished all my work anyway, so I was like, <laughs> what's the point? So I turned my video off and I watched it. I kid you not, I cried so hard. I think November, like late November to early December, I was just like not mentally stable because of supernatural. Oh, speaking of supernatural. Get yourselves ready because I am actually planning like a series, like a full series on Supernatural. It's not a series, it's just like a two-part episode. One where I'll be talking about like Supernatural from like a purely literary point of view. <laughs> purely in quotation marks. But also I want to talk about like the fan aspect of it. Because I think Supernatural is probably one of the most interesting like fan communities probably ever. Just from how like differently people have perceived this one piece of media it's very interesting and i we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that i promise at one point in time we are gonna talk about that so yeah that's something that happened this week um and i also sort of came to the conclusion about something that's been bothering me because of this thing that happened this week but my math grade which is uh on my like one side of my family like there are a bunch of us when i say us i'm like cousins i have a bunch of cousins on one side of my family and i'm like the only grandchild so far on my other side of the family it's fun dichotomy that's not the word duality so on the side of the family where i have like a bunch of cousins i would say that a lot of my cousins especially my like female cousins they are all like considered as like uh, they fit society's beauty standards, if that makes sense. Like, they're pale, they're skinny, they're, you know, they're perfectly proportioned. Um, you know, they have, like, clear skin. They're, they're, they're pretty. Uh, and I don't know why. I think it's something that was ingrained in me because when I was younger, a lot of people will always say to, like, my cousins, I don't know if this is a real memory. I might have just implanted this memory in here to justify how I feel now, but trust me that's happened a lot um but i feel like what may have happened is that when i was growing up a lot of people would compliment my cousins on being pretty while they would compliment me on being smart so i think in my p child brain my brain went okay so i'm not pretty and so the only thing i've got is being smart because i couldn't rely on being pretty and i think that that was like that and the fact that i had always been told i was like a smart kid really like set the ground basis for why i view school the way i view school and the way i view my intelligence which is that i hmm, how do i describe this i like generally the way i look at my relationships with people a lot of the times and i know it's not healthy but it is the way that my brain works and i'm trying to work on it is that i feel like relationships are transactional sometimes like you're here for something like the person that's in this relationship and when i say relationship i mean like friendships most of the time but like you're in this for something like you're not just in this for like my personality because the thing is i don't consider myself to be a kind person either i think i'm a good person i think i'm an inherently good person i just don't think i'm kind or nice <laughs> uh, like, I, like i'm certainly not like a disney princess who's happy smiles you know like i am 
sometimes I can be very mean, I can be very cutting, and cunning, just generally, like, come on, I fully, like, half-bullied a boy, to the point of, like, near tears, because I kept calling him Dumbo, because her ears, his ears are big, to be fair, he kind of deserved it, because he, like, did some, like, pretty messed up stuff to, like, my best friends, so he deserved it, you know, do I still feel guilty for it? Yeah, but, like, he deserved it. <laughs> but, um, I always think that people are in it for a reason, and I think, like, the main reason that I feel like that they're in it for it, that makes no sense linguistically, is that I'm smart. Which is so messy, like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, why would... <laughs> I don't know, I, I find that weird. Because I think it's also because, like, when we had group projects in school, like, when I was younger, I would always be the one to pull the most weight. Sorry to all my friends who I went to school with in, like, primary school, but you know that's the truth. I would pull the most weight in group projects, not because I didn't... Not because, like, no one gave me any work. Not because, like, not because everyone piled their work on me. It was just that I always just took control of everything, so I took up all the work. Because I felt like I had to always be useful to people or else I would mean nothing to them. I really don't know where that mentality comes from. I've come from, like, a very, uh... I come from, like, a normal family. Like, we're stable, we're great, we're happy. Like, don't overanalyze the pause. (laughs) I just had to burp. (laughs) But... It's like, I don't know where that mentality comes from. I really do think it's because like I grew up being told that I was like a gifted kid. And then I came to the harsh reality of the fact that even though I'm a quote unquote gifted kid, literally there are 500,000 other gifted children in the world. Like it doesn't matter. Like it truly doesn't matter how like, <laughs> that doesn't matter. And I that's why it's weird. So I've been trying to like deconstruct that a little bit. Think of myself as less of like, a tool for people to use because he's like he i'm like fully like a cynic but i also don't understand when i'm being used like i'm the kind of person who like will approach completely healthy relationships going you are fully using me you are like using me for like social status because i wouldn't say i'm popular but i'm certainly not at the bottom of the food chain i say that as if there is a food chain at my school literally we're all losers <laughs> say that with like kindness and love in my heart we are all losers (laughs) i really don't think there's like a food chain at our school but where is i going with this right like they're using me for social status or they're using me for like you know a group project or whatever like i fully believe like i'm that girl from she's all that like people are using me to win a bet (laughs) but the minute i'm in a relationship or like i'm in like a friendship or something where i am very clearly being used i do not see it like some once upon a time like a classmate called me up after like so she's in a different class than i am she was in a different class than i am but we were in the same grade and we had gotten the maths test like the day before they did and it was known that the teacher was probably going to be using like similar questions the next day so she called me like the afternoon and she's like hey what was the questions like how did you answer and i was like i literally forgot what's going on and she's like okay bye and she hung she hung up and i told my parents about it and they're like she was asking for your answers i just it didn't i could not like comprehend that like i couldn't connect the dots in any way shape or form and i think like i just it's just an interesting thing like this is why i want to go to therapy i don't think i'm like too mentally ill right now that is a sentence i don't think i'm too mentally ill right now i think i'm still like a little bit unhinged um i i don't 
I'm a little bit more paranoid than usual. Ooh, is that the right word? Like, for example, I turned off, like, security settings on my, like, laptop the other day. Like, on my Chrome security settings and stuff for, like, five minutes. Uh, I literally could not handle more than five minutes. I was like, I immediately have to go back to, like, enhance protection. Because, like, God, I, like, was so paranoid. I was like, I can't do this. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a day. <laughs> But yeah, that was something that I was really thinking about this week. And I've been trying to deconstruct that mentality. And that mentality of like, of like, if you're, if you're not pretty, then you have to be smart. Because I feel like, I don't know how I feel about the concept of pretty privilege. Again, I'm probably going to talk about it in an episode once upon a time. But I, I just don't, I don't know how I feel about pretty privilege. Because I think that people who do fit society's beauty standards do have it easier than a lot of other people um because of the opportunities that are given to you what you how you're perceived as a human being like for example okay i live in a pretty hoity-toity sort of section of jakarta where a lot of the guy where a lot of the people that live in my area there's how do i explain this they're rich that's like the easiest way to explain it they're rich um and they not only do they know it but they show it do you know what i mean and there's nothing wrong with that like literally like if you have the money do whatever you want with it i really don't care but um like for example i was in the lift like a few months ago i was somewhere and i was in the lift and i like i was running errands you know i was running running errands and i really didn't care about how it looked i was like i was pretty sure that i was like in a duster and like my mask obviously keep wearing masks people oh my god the amount of people that i'm already seeing going maskless because we're like level three in jakarta (laughs) sweet we're not going maskless just yet okay we're not doing that anyways wear masks wear masks this is your pca for today wear masks but like when i was on the lift there was like this girl who was obviously like quote unquote like rich ish like she was in like the matching tracksuit she had like the branded bag and the sunglasses it was like the whole shebang and there's me with my duster my mask and like her, even her mask was branded and i was like just wearing like a mask and like my kudung instan gitu kan i was in the lift and you could visibly see her like clutch her bag a little bit closer the minute i got on the lift and i was like I hate you. I don't even know you and I hate you. What is wrong with you? What do you think I'm going to do? You think I'm going to steal from you? First off, your bag tacky. I'm not going to steal a Dolce & Gabbana bag. The fact that I remember that it's Dolce & Gabbana. Because number one, Dolce & Gabbana haven't made anything that's pretty for the last like 10 years. Also, they're racist and like awful. Like as a brand. They have like, they're awful. What? Really? Okay. Side moment. Where this is going to connect very well into what we're going to be talking about today. I am really sick and tired of people who believe that, like, okay, people who, like, wear branded clothing, like, on the red carpet or just in, like, in real life, whatever, they're wearing clothing from, like, this is so petty, like, as if I could do the same thing, but, like, like, wearing um, clothing from, like, these big brands, like, from, like, recent seasons, so, for example, um i do not i will question your taste if you are wearing dior 2020 their winter collection y'all did y'all see that uninspired i'm confused uh 
I would have no respect, not no respect, but like I would 100% question your taste because here's the thing. I feel like with a lot of people who have the monies, I've said this before, probably money cannot buy you taste. You can literally be the richest person in the world. You can be Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. I'm calling him Jeff Bezos because I think Jeff Bezos makes him sound like a really like smart man. And I fully believe that he isn't a sm- like, I think he's a smart man. I think he's a calculated man. I also think he's absolutely evil. And he also like sent a rocket into space that looked like something that it shouldn't look like. It looked phallic. That man, Jeff Bezos, is the like, and Elon Musk, they're the epitome of money literally cannot buy you taste. It cannot buy you taste. And I see that a lot here. And like you see it in the big cities. Sering terjadi di kota besar. Which is, there are these like people like dressed up in like these branded, 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 branded. And I'm like, your outfit looks tacky. Sorry, you look tacky. There is no other way to put it other than you look tacky. And that's like, when I say tacky, I don't even mean like campy. I think campy and tacky are different. I think tacky is more like, you're just putting things on so you can show off how much money you have. That's tacky. Like, there's no thought going into it. But campy is, like, it's tasteful. Like, you, you're putting thought into what you're wearing instead of just, like, throwing, like, Gucci shoes, Gucci leggings, Gucci sportswear, Gucci hat. Like, literally, <laughs> anyone with money can do that. Not everyone with money can have taste. I rest my period, point blank, done. Thank you. Now, we're going to move on to some things that have also happened, like, in the world recently that have caught my eye and I want to raise attention to. Number one, Haiti. Y'all, this is just a PSA for anyone who is looking to donate to Haiti. Do not donate to the Red Cross. Uh, studies have shown, I think by Reuters, 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 I believe, um, during the first Haiti earthquake in, like, 2010, I believe, hundreds millions thousands of people donated to the red cross and they had like this whole but this but like an entire like vat of money that he they could have used and all they did was build like six houses so number one don't donate to the red cross if you want to donate donate to direct aid links find paypals i for the past couple of episodes i've been linking a direct aid link for from the organization random acts which is held up by misha collins and i really believe in what they're doing i believe in the effort that they put into what they're doing i believe that what they're doing is good and and they're really putting their money where their mouth is so go donate go do that afghanistan as well Random Axe also has a fundraiser that's going right now to help provide uh, medical aid to children, people generally who are stuck in Kabul and who cannot get out. So there is that. Also, remembering this, y'all, keep up momentum generally. Uh, The way we're moving in the world is that bad things are happening every other week sorry god don't make bad things happen anymore but bad things are happening like more than i think they've always been like this it's just that we haven't been paying much attention this is like a psa to all of y'all and like i think also for me because i don't think i apply this too much in my life which is that you have to make sure that you keep momentum up 
but at the same time you cannot keep momentum up for literally everything which is why this is my psa for all of those tiktoks and i guess like tweets that like float around the internet which is the ones that are like please share this or please read this or da 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 or you're an awful person and you should deword uh we're not doing that anymore we're not going to do that because what we're What's happening right now is you're being faced with the reality that there's a lot of bad stuff that's happening in the world, and we have no other outlet right now to talk about them other than through social media, and pressuring people when, at this point, like, for example, I genuinely feel a sense of anxiety when I think about the climate and the climate crisis. I really, like, there's one of the main reasons I find it difficult to talk about the climate crisis is because I'm scared I'm just going to end up having a panic attack, so you have to understand that people have boundaries that people are not going to be able to do that for you sometimes number two i've seen a lot of people who are posting donation links yada 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 on like instagram and stuff i just want people to put like a couple of minutes of research into this because there have been so many times where there are these big donations or fun links that are going around the internet and a lot of people have shared them, a lot of people have donated, and it turns out they're scams or they're not doing what they say they're doing. So if you want to do, if you want to help, really do some research into these things. Don't just like post things on your Instagram for the sake of like seeming woke. Really put time and effort into this. Understand that you don't also, you also don't have to like publicize every bit of work that you're doing. You can do a lot of stuff just sort of behind the scenes. It also, it just, be more conscientious of what you're putting on the internet make sure that what you're putting out on the internet is good make sure that you're inspiring people or like pushing people to do more good go do that also this is my psa for sort of now um jakarta recently uh we've gone to level three for like i don't know what pepeka m is in like english but like i guess it's like quarantine um I want to remind everyone, number one, if you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. I just got my second shot this week. Uh, I got Cinevac, baby. I got Cinevac. Go get vaccinated. If you haven't already or if you're on the waiting list, good for you. If you haven't signed up, go sign up right now. Uh, there are a bunch of places that are doing vaccinations for free. So go do that. Number two. We are sort of seeing that the quote-unquote light at the end of the tunnel, but that doesn't mean that you start to let go of our health protocols. So please, that was a burp, sorry. (laughs) So please, don't forget to double mask when you're outside. And I really do feel that as of right now, uh, do the best that you can so you don't have to leave the house. I think... um, I think like we're all going a little bit insane. So like for your sanity, if you have to, yeah, okay, go. But when you do double mask make sure that you're staying clean your hands are staying clean that you're staying clean when you come home like immediately take a shower wash your clothes you know maintain social distancing all of that stuff remember to keep doing that you know like we don't want like a second surge well now third surge a third surge just because people said that you know i'm tired i'm sick of this and they like start taking off their masks we're not going to be doing that because you know what we are we're better than america we can do this (laughs) y'all If you also want to like donate to all the links that I mentioned, there will be in the description below. So go do that. Be a good person. If you have the financial bill to do so, go donate. Go direct aid. Woo! Um, yeah. So we're gonna move on to like the main bit 
of today's party and that is the Met Gala. So if you don't know what the Met Gala is, let me search it up really quickly. What is the Met Gala? <laughs> like, I know, like, we all know what the Met Gala is, but I don't think we know what the Met Gala is. What is the Met Gala? Yay! Uh, the Met Gala, formerly called, the, according to Wikipedia, thank you. Also, stop stigmatizing the use of Wikipedia. I think it's a great resource for, like, quick searches. The Met Gala, formerly called the Costume Institute Gala or the Costume Institute Benefit and also known as the Met Ball, is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metropolitan... One more time. Is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute in New York City. It marks the opening of the Costume Institute's annual fashion exhibit with each year celebrating the theme of that year's costume institute exhibition and the exhibition sets the tone for the formal dress of the night since the guests are expected to choose their fashion to match the theme of the exhibit um there have been a lot more there have been a lot of themes throughout the years um 2015 i think it's one that we all really remember which is china through the looking glass that one in my opinion is pretty cool um this is actually really interesting. I've been going, I was going through like some of these for quite a while. It was really just sort of like a celebration of certain houses. So, like, uh, Balenciaga had a year, this in Laurent. There was a one for a uh, tribute to Haute Couture. There was a uh, Christian Dior. Mm. Okay, it was in the year where Dior was still good. Okay. Versace uh there's that we had jackie kennedy was one wow we had house of chanel uh alexander mcqueen come on y'all we, we've got to love alexander mcqueen um okay we're gonna go from 2010 because i just want to read them because i think they're interesting american woman fashioning a national identity Ooh, that was interesting wait gap gap the sponsor was gap as in like yeah gap the retailer okay 2011 was alexander mcqueen obviously i love alexander mcqueen florence and the machine where the guests were like okay scaparelli and prada jeff bezos this is very fun for me to read the sponsor was jeff bezos or like the host was the host or something yeah honorary chairs was jeff bezos bezos sponsored by amazon okay Punk Chaos to Couture, sponsored by Beyonce and Muda Opera. I don't know who that is. Of uh, twenty fourteen, Charles James. Uh, literally, I think I've heard of him before. Yeah, I have. Twenty five of China's through the Looking Glass. That one is really cool. Uh, Manus X Machina. Twenty eighteen was one I think like a lot of us really remember quite well which was the heavenly bodies one it's the one where uh, zendaya showed up with like the celestial hairpiece don't remember that oh god e- 2019 we're gonna be talk- touching on 2019 because i feel like this is the first one where you were like "Ooh, this was great which was camp notes on fashion <laughs> we're gonna be talking about that met gala because god these people don't know what camp is i am 16 years old i do not have a fashion degree i'm just a mild admirer and i know what camp is and that not camp 
And then we have September 2021, which is in America a lexicon of fashion with these sort of like hosts, I guess. Like you're not hosts, but like their honorary chairs are Tom Ford, Adam Masseri, uh, Anna Wintour, obviously, and sort of like no, those are the sponsors. The honorary chairs are Timothy Chalamet, uh, Billie Eilish, Amanda Gorman, and Naomi Osaka. My mic was really low. Sorry. Um, where are they going with this? Right. So that's like the Met Gala. If that was like a re- that was like a bit of a tangent, but in summation, the Met Gala is essentially this event where a bunch of these celebrities, like how we view it, the normal people, the plebeians, we view it as this um excuse essentially. But it's a fun excuse. It's a fun excuse for all of these like really big celebrities to dress up and to walk this red carpet in like these gorgeous apparently um outfits okay for example camp we're gonna talk about 2019 because i feel like we have a lot to live up to we have a lot to they these celebrities have a lot uh, to forgive us for not forgive us but they they have to beg for our forgiveness after what happened in 2019 which is apparently just a disparaging lack of understanding of the word camp and what camp means because okay let's look at so let's look as if you can see Met Gala 2019 was notes on camp there were some people who understood the assignment there were some people who fully thought that smacking a few flowers on there and a few things uh thingamabobs was camp so we're gonna go through some of these campy looks i think in my opinion the winner of the camp last year technically two years ago sorry time flows weird now was lady gaga and brandon maxwell that i think people like if she had just shown up in the original pink dress i wouldn't think it was camp but it was the performance the undressing the the way she played to the cameras that's what made it camp because the thing is camp is so much more than just like being outrageous camp is sort of like you're doing that circle of it's so ugly it gets pretty again but it's also it's a performance camp has always been a performance it's sort of taking this one thing and going insane with it and going what if we took this and then we went absolutely crazy with it what if we'd like blew it up in like in a thousand by a thousand you know like what if we really went above and beyond with this and that's what camp is because i feel like a lot of these people just didn't know what camp was like um I don't, who was that one person aquaria was there i think like the only person i remember was violet tchotchke like um uh, where is that woman Oh, I, I am going to say, though, um, I think it was Kim Kardashian, and I think it was Mugler. That was also probably one of my favorites. Like, okay. Uh, mm, I'm looking at some of these. I'm trying to remember which ones. Uh, that, there's just, like, this very specific one where I was like, that's not camp. Uh, but I'm really scared I'm going to, like, end up offending some people. Okay. Alexander Skarsgård in Burberry. That is a black suit, sir. That is not camp. Where is the camp? Uh. Uh, mm, Naomi Scott and Burberry as well. That's not camp. I like. I know. Like none of you can hear me. Like <laughs> none of you can see what I'm seeing. But some of these are just aren't like. There's this one specific look that I looked at it and I went, "That is 
that is in no way shape or form camp. Here's the thing. I feel like a lot of the men that year, they thought that just like throwing on a skirt made a camp. And I'm like, no, ma'am. Either you go full Billy Porter or you don't go at all. You know, like either you fully like do something or you just don't go at all. A lot of pe- a lot of the men also believe that just wearing a suit that wasn't black and white was camp. It wasn't, mama. Go back to the billboard. We're not doing this today. I'm trying to find like some of these people who just didn't understand what camp was. And I'm pretty sure it was like the Riverdale girls. Because like I know who they are, so I feel like I can critique them. <laughs> I know who they are. I think Haley Seinfeld did absolutely wonderful because it was so ugly it went back to being pretty again. I loved it. Oh my god, I'm trying to find one. Emma Roberts looks scared. Uh, Janelle Monet was also very good in Christian Siriano. That was very good. Violet Tchotchke in Moschino with the hand. Ooh, I think that was camp. And I think it was really elegant and really well done for camp as well. Like, that's the thing. Uh, they f- You don't have to go fully ugly. You can do a lot with camp. Seth, Seth. No, Trevor, we're not doing that tonight. Um, I feel sorry for Nina Dobrev because she did show up in like this beautiful. It looked like a mini like Cinderella ground, and then Zendaya showed up with Law Roach, and she had the full performance of it lit up. And then Law Roach like gave her fairy dust, and it was a whole performance, and that was camp. So I do feel sorry for Nina Dobrev because I think that this outfit was cool. Kristen Stewart, you don't look camp. You just look like you just... Nope, you're not going to say that one on air. Try, there you go. Miss Camilla Mendez. Camilla? Camilla Mendez? Camilla Mendez? I think it's Camilla. Camilla Mendez. That wasn't camp because she's... If you don't know what you wore. Sorry, I'm not trying to bash these celebrities. Like I said, I'm 16 and I know nothing about fashion. But I believe that this is not camp. My perception of the art is that it's not camp. She's in this yellow dress with this massive blue bow and, like, the dress on the bottom has just, like, a bunch of feathers coming out of it. Number one, construction-wise, I like the top, though I do think it's a little bit big for her. And I do feel like the f- if you wanted to go full out with those, like, feathers, you should have started way higher because there is, like, the section where it looks like they just forgot to glue on more feathers. And this is where I'm, like, the girls read thousands of feathers in notes and camp and then they decided that that's what they were going to do but this is not thousands of feathers because thousands of feathers is supposed to be ridiculous you are supposed to be drowning in those feathers mama and you are not drowning in those feathers i'm just scrolling through some of these i'm looking at donatella versace here's the thing miss mam could literally wear anything and it would be camp because of who she is (laughs) because of who she is she makes it camp donatella just makes everything camp uh, the tommy hilfiger zendaya la roach mm, that was so good um i also just really liked lupita nyongo in versace that was very good i'm looking at some of these others nikki like nikki here's the thing i don't think what nikki wore was particularly camp but i believe that the fact that nikki is who she is that is what made it camp like that is fully what made it camp Gemma chan one year late, honey. That was last year. She's wearing this. Ezra Miller and Burberry. Wait, y'all. <laughs> this was the moment. I know that um, Jared Leto showed up with like his head. But I believe that Ezra Miller's mask reveal with the coat. the That one was gorgeous and beautiful and wonderful. And like, honestly, I 
I love the Met Gala. It's probably one of those events where, like, I really do look forward to looking at all the outfits that year, and it's always really fun to do that. In the same way that I stay up to watch the Oscars, I do sort of wait around to see, like, because I live in Indonesia, so when the Oscars air, it's, like, 10 p.m. So I stay up to watch the Oscars, and I stay up to see the Met Gala release pictures, and it's a fun thing that I do every single year, and I enjoy it. But, and I enjoy the process of that. Do I enjoy some of the stuff that I've seen? No. Now, let's move on to what's going to be happening this year. I don't know where I cut when I finished recording that last clip, um, even though it was literally five seconds ago. <laughs> let's not analyze that, shall we? So, we're going to cut now to this year. Now, this year, the theme is, if you didn't hear me say it, was in America, a lexicon of fashion. And that already set people on fire, set the internet on fire, because they're like, what do they mean by this? What what does lexicon of fashion mean? Like, American fashion specifically. And a lot of people are like, what, are they just going to show up in, like, cowboy hats? Like, what's the deal? Uh, I'm going to say this. I feel like... By saying that we're only going to be dressing up in cowboy hats, that's not it. Like, 100%. If I don't know if there are going to be any Native Americans that are serving on the panel. Like, not serving on the panel, but that are going to be going there. 100% repping, representing your culture. That would be a part of, like, America's next kind of fashion. But also, think about, like, all of these brands and designers that are, like, really doing very well nowadays. Um who are american designers and do very well that you could be wearing like a lot of like like i said a lot of people thought they were just going to show up in like cowboy hats obviously we don't know what people are going to be showing up in but i really want to see people like christopher john roger one more time christopher john rogers i want to see people in god i know the name of the brand and it is literally escaping my mind pierre moss that's the one i was thinking about pierre moss like oh my gosh if people are wearing the second collection the one with I'd be so happy to see that. I think that would be so cool. Um, thinking about, like, I think Redarte is also, I think it's a New York-based brand as well. Like, all of these, like, we have to really remove this idea of fashion just, like, being of Europe. And, like, I enjoy, like, I'm really excited to see what people are wearing, and I hope that the people are taking it out of the bag. But a lot of my hope was diminished when I saw who would be attending. Now, I'm going to be uh, talking specifically about the alleged seating charts of the 2021 Met Gala that was like spread around the internet. I think it first popped up on Twitter. We don't know if it's real. It hasn't been confirmed. But there have been five tables that have been quote-unquote released. We don't know if they're real again. Uh, and some of these, we're going to go over them. Table A, we have Beyonce at the head of the table. And then next to her, Emma Chamberlain, Lady Gaga, Hailey Bieber, Cole Sprouse, Donatella Versace, Versace. And then at the other head of the table, we've got Addison Rae. Then we're getting started. And then we've got Naomi Campbell, Olivier, uh, Giselle Bunchen, don't know who you are, Tom Br- Brady, and Rosalia. Okay. Who am I excited to see? Donatella Versace. Who is, ne- who is not excited to see her? I love this woman. I don't really know her, like, as a human being. I don't know if we're supposed to be supporting her or not. But I like her, like, as, like, an idea. I love women like Donatella Versace and, uh, what is, I know you said Lady Bunny. What is the name of that woman? I forgot her name. Anyways, uh, I'm excited to see Lady Gaga because I feel like Lady Gaga always turns it out when it's the Met Gala. It's, like, her show. Beyonce, obviously. And 
Rosalia. This woman, the hold she has on me. I'm really excited to see them. I'm also kind of excited to see what Emma's gonna do. Because I think that she really is think I think that she really is the f- voice for like current fashion, like where we are in fashion right now. I think that's really cool. But in regards to the seating region of table A, I do wonder why Addison Ray is sitting directly across from Beyonce. Because y'all before y'all come at me. From what I've seen of Addison Ray's red carpet looks, they really are nowhere near iconic. I don't think every single red carpet look has to be iconic, but I really don't know what warrants, like, head of the table at the Met Gala. I just, honestly, I would have preferred Lady Gaga there, or or Donatella Versace, or Naomi Campbell, because these are women that have been in fashion, you know, they understand it. And here's my general complaint with a lot of these people who are attending the this, this year's Met Gala. I wonder if they would they have the appreciation for fashion a lot of these other people have that are at the Met Gala. You know, because here's a thing that I've said. Well, I don't know if I've said this before, but I, I, I will say it now. I have no respect for anyone who wears Dior 2020. I have respect for someone who, uh, who wears Dior archives because it's different. Wearing an archive look wearing anything that's been pulled from the archives i know a lot of people are very angry that beyonce is wearing a tiffany diamond and rightfully so it's a blood diamond um but pulling things from the archive i don't know where i was going with the blood diamond thing i'm so sorry um but pulling things from the archive pulling things that haven't been worn for years or like decades that gives me respect because that means you understand what you're wearing. It may not, okay, you know what? It may not necessarily understand what you may not necessarily understand what you're wearing, but what you're doing is incredible and it means that the industry trusts you. But, like, I wonder if these people have the same appreciation for fashion that, you know, us watching this have. Like, I'm not talking about Emma Chamberlain here. I think Emma Chamberlain does have an appreciation for fashion. And when I say that she is voice of future fashion, I mean that she really knows like these up and coming brands and she works with them and she wears them and she says who they are so that they can get some sort of like recognition for their work. I think that's incredible. But people like Addison Ray is still wearing Juicy Couture. Nothing wrong with wearing Juicy Couture. I think it's great. But like it's different. It's a different sort of level. And this leads me on to, like, my second point, I guess. I know we're only on table A. This leads me on to my second point, which is, is this America a lexicon of fashion? Do you know who have who has, like, been the driving force of American fashion recently? Queer people of color who, at this table, I see none of. You know? Wait, is Rosalia queer? <laughs> She is Rosalia. Rosalia. I just love the way this. I just love saying her name. I think her name is beautiful. Beautiful. Uh. Oh, she's a supporter. Okay, she counts. She counts. <laughs> She's honorary. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. And the fact that we're not seeing, like, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I am kind of disappointed that we're not seeing 
many drag queens this year, especially after season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I am surprised that we're not seeing people like Simone or Got Mick here. Because I feel like what Simone has done in regards to her fashion has been incredible. If you don't follow Simone on Instagram, go follow her at the underscore Simone, S-Y-M-O-N-E. Her fashion is incredible. People like Simone, people like Got Mick, follow Got Mick on Instagram as well, at G-O-T-T-M-I-K, Got Mick, or people like Gigi Good. What they're doing with their fashion is incredible. I think they are really sort of good. They're going to end up being like trailblazers for fashion as well. And I'm surprised and kind of angry that I'm not seeing their names here because look at, okay, let's look at this. Simone and Addison Rae, they've sort of been in the same world for a while now. I think they've been in the same world for, let's say, about the same amount of years, like really in the limelight and in the same world for about this similar amount of time. I think Simone has done much more in regards to fashion than Addison has. Am I bashing Addison? No, but I'm looking at the Met and I'm going, why aren't you including these people? Like, do you, because I feel like drag, especially in drag queens, they're not, their fashion is not taken seriously because they look at it and they go, it's costumey. It's not. Have you seen what Simone's been wearing? It's not costumey. You could see that walking down any runway or any red carpet. You would applaud the person who's wearing it, but you're not including them in this discussion because you don't like the person who's wearing it i think everyone can agree that the garment is incredible but i feel like the establishment doesn't want to support the people that are wearing these garments but would applaud them if they were on you know let's face it a white cis hat body you know like if we got any not simone we're gonna do simone let's say if we had gut mix finale look if it was worn by anyone but Mick, they would have, that happened to be white and cishet, they would have gone to the Met Gala. That's just a fact. I really don't think you can argue that. So yeah, that's my thoughts on table A. <laughs> a lot of thoughts. Uh, table B, I don't think was too bad. Yeah, table B was great. I liked table B. No, not table B, table C. I liked table C. I think table C was fine. Um... Let's look at table E, I believe. Okay, this is my question. Charlie D'Amelio at the head of a table. Girly, I love you, but you... No. We're going to say no to that, kindly. With love in our hearts. No. Uh, James Charles? A big... Like, I've gone... I went over this a couple weeks ago, but James Charles should not have a career. James Charles should be in jail. Like, actually should be in jail. Like, he should be in court right now. And maybe in jail. Because of what he did. But somehow we're going to forgive him for what? Because he's like, I understand that I what I did was wrong. Yeah. Murderers know that what they did was wrong. They're still in jail. Dummy. I was going to say a much harsher word. But I am woman of delicate um sensibilities so yeah no we're gonna say no to the james charles just generally he should not be there i really do not care what he's done for fashion which is let's face it he wore chaps not chaps chavs chavs chaps he wore chaps that's what he wore you know he wore them once 
to an event and then he milked that cow until it dried out so james charles shouldn't be there i'm happy with the rest of the table uh mm, i have questions about some of no actually no other questions of, of the table maybe kylie but i think kylie regardless of what you want to say kylie said a lot for fashion i don't agree with everything she said actually no get rid of kylie too i don't i don't know i feel like kim had a bigger impact than kylie Anyways, that's my take. Table F. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have any thoughts on Taylor F, t- Table F. My d- one question is Dixie, though. Again, same as the Charlie Addison thing. I'm like, I don't understand why you're here. Like, give me a reason. Like, girl, you cannot bake cookies. Ta- no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to be doing that, Dixie. Not today. And then... Yeah, that's all I can see. Okay, wait. This is where people are going to start getting mad at me. Because people are going to be like, wait, wait, wait. Open, open. If you're okay with, like, if you don't want Addison Ray and Dixie D'Amelio and Charlie D'Amelio to be there, then why are you okay with Bretman Rock there being there? Have you seen what Bretman Rock has been wearing recently? Y'all, go look at Bretman Rock's Instagram. First off, probably one of the most immaculate feeds I've ever seen. But Bretman's been doing some really cool things with fashion. Let me just... Bretman Rock. There you go. You follow Bretman. Eh. But when Bretman was in New York, he was fully turning out the looks. He was doing it for the girls. He was doing it for us all. This was incredible and immaculate. Um, And I truly believe that Bretman does des- deserve his position here. Like, yeah! Go Bretman! So yeah. That's my take on that. I'm feeling a little bit ill. Don't tell the government. I'm feeling a little bit ill. Maybe it's just because I haven't been drinking enough water. So yeah, that's been my take. Um, who are people that I am excited to see at the Met Gala this year? I'm really excited to see what Bretman's gonna bring out because I feel like Bretman is Jeremy Scott. Who is that man? Sorry, give me a second. Who is Jeremy Scott? Not Jeremiah the Prophet. Oh, the fashion designer. I should know him. Moschino? Oh, yeah. I think I know him. Never mind. I know him. Mm -hmm. Who am I excited to see? Bretman. Because I think he's going to do something really interesting. Given that he's coming from a very, like, modern perspective. So, like, Bretman, I'm really excited to see what... Yeah, I'm really excited to see what Bretman's wearing from that table. I'm really excited to see what Zendaya's and harry styles are gonna wear i always feel like they those two always turn it out they always understand the assignment so i'm very excited for that i feel very and i know that zendaya is gonna turn it out because she is very much in like the safe loving hands of law roach so i believe in you baby goo uh who else i'm excited for i'm actually really excited for ariana i think that again she comes from very interesting perspective for this so i'm very excited to see what she's going to be wearing i'm also really excited to see what nikki's going to be wearing but i'm always excited to see what nikki's going to be wearing and a lot of people are going to ask me like why am i not excited to see what billy eilish is wearing the real reason i'm not excited to see, i i think i am actually you know what i just remembered the vogue cover yeah i am excited to see what billy eilish is wearing because i think she's probably going to really turn it out i i just hope that she isn't going to be in like gucci merch this year that's all my that's my only hope is don't come into the gucci work baby no don't do that um, I'm also really excited to see what Kim is wearing, Kim Kardashian. I know that's a little bit weird, but I always feel like Kim turns it out when it's the man. I think she knows what she's doing. I think 
that she has a really good head for fashion and i really trust her with that um and lord y'all i'm always excited to see what lord's gonna wear um who else Here's the thing. I am excited to see Taylor. I don't know if I'm excited to see what Taylor is going to wear, you know? So there's that. Uh, obviously, I'm really excited to see Lady Gaga and Rontal Versace and Beyonce. I'm just excited to see Rosalia because I think she's just so great. <laughs> so yeah. That's been my official Met Gala review. Apparently, that's what been my official Met Gala review. But how many people are there? Ten. If I could propose some changes to the Met. Hi, Met. Hey girl, hey bestie. If you're listening to the podcast and you're from the Met, which is highly unlikely because all of my American viewers are from Virginia. Hey Virginia Queens. Thank you for listening. That was awful, I'm sorry. Um I would say I would really want to see some Moan. Obviously, I would love to see Got Mick. I would love to see Gigi Good. Um, I think there are some really interesting people in fashion recently that have just been ignored for um, let's face it all the wrong reasons but i think i'm really I, I would want to see that a little bit more i i'm surprised that like i know that these are only like five of like hundreds of tables that are going to be there i really do hope that people like billy porter are there billy porter turns it out every single time but i also want to see people like mj rodriguez because i feel like billy porter's like gone gotten a lot of praise for pose but i feel like a lot of like the rest of the cast really haven't so yeah i'm Jared rodriguez i want to see you there come on please bud please let her come on please uh yeah i think it was, i really want to see megan and i, I think megan the stallion it's just because i just love her <gasps> i want to see doja i want to see doja i feel like doja's fashion game recently has been so good i've been loving her planet her era so yeah, I want to see Doja Cat or Kaliukas. Those are just two people. Yeah, okay. I think we're gonna end it there. We're gonna end it there for today. So um, yeah. <clears throat> Thank you all so much for listening to. to should I wrap it up in a different way? I don't know how to wrap it up. Okay, wrapping it up. No hate to all these people. I think that I mean y'all have money. You can do whatever you want with it, and I literally cannot even say anything about it. Uh-huh um but yeah i want to see some inspired looks this year yeah no no carly cloth looking into america this is camp and showing up in something that was decidedly not camp um i want thought and i want precision and i want thought <laughs> also just like i want people to have fun with it you know i just don't i don't want people to just show up and like the big name brands say they like take done we did it like i, I really want people to like think you know like i said i want thought i want people to like really like Go deep. Dig deep for this one, y'all. Okay? We'll do that. Anyways, that is the end of today's potty up. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate this episode on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to this potty wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, And yeah, that is it for today. Have a nice week. Besties, hello. Goodbye. Nope. Goodbye. Besties, bye.